at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We're going to move into South Africa to a book that was launched recently and talks so much to the time that we're having in 2020. It's called 2020, the year that killed retirement, aging, adapting and reflecting on disruption and change. And the author is Michael Hook, and he has guest contributors in the book as well. In many ways, Michael, what you're describing is the platinum people, and they're uh, described as a generation also of silver surfers, the perennials, the elastic generation, and even the immortalists. On the line with us is Michael Hook. Michael, those platinum people, the perennials, when we talk about those tags, who are we talking about? Yeah, Michelle, uh, Chip Conley, an American who's done lots of work in this field, calls him uh, modern elders. Uh, the essence is there's nothing to be embarrassed about. We live, we suddenly find we're older, we suddenly find we are modern elders. We're in what Camilla Cavendish calls extra time. And it's really a question of coming to terms with that. When you say we're in extra time, which you do write about in the book, what do you mean? Well, even 20 or 30 years ago, retirement was something that happened at about 60 or maybe 65. The stats showed us in those days pensions fund would, would pay out for seven years. And when you were old and your time was up, then you kind of moved off the planet. Today we've got 25 or even 30 years in the tank. Uh, there's no ways we're going to be able to retire for that amount of time. The money's not going to last. The medical aids are not going to last. So really the call is for us to reinvent ourselves. And in fact, if possible, to make the time ahead uh, the most important and rewarding time of all. You talk about the reinvention, and certainly 2020 is a time where everybody is, to excuse the overused word, pivoting. This is, of course, the time where we need to rethink what we're doing, how we adapt as we move forward. You do address that in a variety of ways. Talk to us about that. Well, Michelle, pivoting is not really an overused word. Uh, what uh, this COVID has done, it's really accelerated everything. So for years, we've seen the situation where we waste um, the time and the knowledge of us guys with a little bit of platinum in our hair. And really, it's time to address it now and say, look, we're not finished and washed up at 65. In fact, uh, it's a time to learn. Stats show us that internationally, People over 55 make great entrepreneurs, great business starters. So we're saying, let's look at what we can do. Let's look at where our experience lies, where our skill sets lie, and how can we then take that and reinvent ourselves? You know, you describe in your book, and I did love it, you'd use the example of how people say to one, and you, you mention the platinum in your hair, you know, the silver surface and the like. Um, you describe people saying you look great for your age and yet how resistant you are to that because you don't say to someone who is young, you look great for their age. You should be simply saying you look great. Talk to us a bit more about that particular phrase. It was, I really laughed when I read that. Well, look, this uh, idea of anyone over 55 or 60 turning out in cardigans and uh, old corduroy pants and being compelled to sit on the sofa with the grandkids on his or her knees, uh, making retirement the time to sit and prune the roses, that's just not, not possible in the new world. And really, uh, we, if we look at what our skill sets are, if we look at what our ambitions are, 
if we look at this extra time that's been afforded to us through better nutrition, uh, better medical care, uh, well, why not say life really begins after 60? It's not a short period of time ahead of us. It's a long period of time, but a period of time that really is fraught with opportunity. I like what you say about it's a long period of time, and obviously that has shifted quite dramatically given the extra years that suddenly people have post what they call, as you mentioned, retirement, and how they're going to have to support that financially. Yeah, correct. Look, when I was uh, a kid at school, I used to hear that if someone turned 100, the Queen would send them a telegram. Uh, 100 is not a big deal these days. Statistics tell us that a couple today age 65, 50% chance one of the couple will reach 90s, and 25% that one of them will reach 100. So it's not kind of rarefied atmosphere anymore. It's reality. You know, in your book, you talk about the author Lewis Richmond, um, who's written a book, I haven't read it, Aging as a Spiritual Practice. And I really liked that idea, is that it does require one to rethink, reimagine one's I suppose, as one moves forward on this journey, but also one's spirituality in line with that. Very much so, Michelle. You know, the the Western view is really a three-tiered one. You grow and you educate. The plateau is you work and you procreate and all that. And then the third tier is you descend. You should put on the seatbelts for the landing. The Eastern view, which has always been something that's intrigued me, uh, also really has three uh, phases, but they are not separate phases. They kind of merge into each other. So we have this period of being born, of learning, of growing up, merges into this period of responsibility, parenting, and which merges into a time where we can sit back, impart that knowledge, look deeper, ask ourselves what it's all been about. Uh, and that's, it's a flatter kind of line. And that's always intrigued me, and Lewis Richmond addresses that in his marvelous book, Aging as a Spiritual Practice, and uh, it had a great effect on me, and uh, I put it in my bibliography. It's really required reading. Yeah, what's brilliant is at the end of the book, you do actually suggest a series of books, and this comes out in your tips as well. You have these brilliant, this brilliant toolkit, and there were two things in the toolkit that struck me. The one was you spoke about the author, Viktor Frankl, and uh, ironically, I had literally, as I got this book, I had literally just bought the Viktor Frankl book and because I'd heard so much about it. And perhaps you could tell our authors, I mean, our, our listeners, a little bit about Viktor Frankl. But the other thing you said, which I really loved, was this idea of be kind. And more and more and more, we're hearing that as an action which is being put out into the world. Be kind. So let's talk to Viktor Frankl and being kind. Yeah, Viktor Frankl um, wrote a really best-selling book. Um, He was a guy who was imprisoned in the Nazi intern camps. And during that period of time, uh, he realized that uh, life is not only the good. Life also embraces uh, the difficult. And this difficult really is probably the prime way to learn about ourselves. And what he did say was, as long as we have uh, faith in the process, as long as we have meaning in our life, uh, we can bear the bad, any amount of bad. Yeah. So 
what we uh, do and really where we go with the Saxon tribe is in corporates we take groups of people earmarked for retirement and retrenchment. And part of the process is putting them through basic logo therapy, which really is uh, Frankel's teaching. Uh, part of that as well is to say, look, it's the end uh, of an era. It's time to look forward. So let's practice things like gratitude. Let's write down a list of people we need to thank. Let's write down a list of people we need to apologize to. Uh, let's really clear out the old clutter. Michael, I need to go to a break, but uh, when we come back, I have a few more questions I'd like to ask you. We're talking to Michael Hook, who is the author of a book called 2020, The Year That Killed Retirement. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. We're talking to the author of a book called 2020, The Year That Killed Retirement, Aging, Adapting and Reflecting on Disruption and Change. Michael Hook is our guest and the book also features a variety of guest contributors with some fantastic photos of each of them, all masked up, I might add. Michael, your choice of guests is diverse for sure. It is, Michelle, and it's all people who, for one reason or other, have impressed me, and especially in this uh, strange period. Yeah. For example, I've asked Graham Codrington to put together a piece. He's a futurist. We see him on TV quite a lot talking about COVID and the way of the future. And he rants a, a bit about the injustice of people and company directors in this strange time who award themselves great salary increases, yet are offloading staff. Mm. And really, I think he got that off his chest. Yeah. Uh, We have um, Anthony Turton, who well-known scientist and environmentalist, just talking about reflecting, using this time to reflect and see where we're going. We have Anthony Osler, um, Zen monk in the Karoo, and really he gives his views of this new period through the lens of Zen Buddhism. Uh, Eleven, sorry, ten contributors in total, uh, including a very interesting story of a lady called Julia Kerr, who went on a spiritual retreat to Bali a week before lockdown. Yes, and got stuck there. (laughs) Yeah, found the airlines stopped, the bars closed, the shops closed. She was in this incredibly beautiful environment, but she was a prisoner and uh, really gave her time to reflect and think. So, yeah. Everyone has put their heart into it. The brief was right from the heart. Uh, Share this year because my greatest fear is we're going to go back to the old normal instead of the new normal. Uh, And let's see what we can learn from this very Mm. weird period in our lives. Michael, in closing, you talk about um, going back to the old normal instead of a new normal. And there's no doubt that as we move into 2021, it gets closer all the time, not knowing whether it will be better, worse, or even the same. Perhaps what could be different is how we prepare ourselves. And I wonder in closing if you could give some suggestions. Yeah, absolutely. Michelle, we're um, we're incredible beings as humans. Uh, we rise to the occasion, especially in our beleaguered country. You know, since I've been alive, it's always been five minutes to midnight. It never really hits midnight. And it shows us it is to a certain extent, even though it's a world pandemic, these things are in our control. And that also refers back to, to the Frankel teachings. It's up to us to grab this opportunity to really align ourselves with the changes 
and to make sure that this period ahead really for all of us becomes the best period of our lives. That's Michael Hook, the author of the book 2020, The Year That Killed Retirement, Aging, Adapting and Reflecting on Disruption and Change. And perhaps one of the great things about this book is that it really is in many ways a toolkit on how to look at the world differently.